Let's turn it into a weekend of love with some great tips on enhancing your marriage with Robert Kosick on The Sam Malone Show on AM 1070 and FM 1033. The answer. All right, everybody. Inhale. Exhale. Inhale again. Exhale again. Repeat. Wash, repeat, rinse. Apply soap. It's time for our world-famous marriage talk segment. It's a segment that was banned. At how many stations? We got me fired from the last one. Just talking about now. I love telling that story. Every speaking engagement I go to. I love to tell the story of the last station and how I talked about marriage, fidelity. Stop it. Knock it off right now. I love it. It's just a moment to take a break and focus on what Hollywood hates, God ordains, and it's marriage. And we focus on the glory, sanctity, holiness, and if you heard the last call, steaminess of marriage, right? Husband and wife come together before God and community and exchanging vows, and it's a beautiful, wonderful thing. And that's what we do, just once a week for one segment. My wingman, Robert Kosick, wrote the book Honor the Vow, honorthevow.com. He's actually wrote four books total in many different languages. Church Deacon, good friend of our show. Mr. Kosick, happy Friday. Hey, happy Friday, beautiful weather, and sitting here listening to you and Denise, and, and you freaking out that lady with the <laughs> die for your spouse comment. But if you think about it, that it's not that crazy, because if you will set the standard of there is nothing that's going to separate us, I would die for her. It's actually the easier route, because it encompasses everything. But if you say I would do, any, I would do everything but die, well, now you've got to figure out where that line is and what exactly would you do and not do. And I don't think you want to have that conversation with your spouse. I'll love you up until this point. But not that. <laughs> I'll love you up until, okay, are we getting mugged and the guy's a gun? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. Then I'm in. But otherwise, yeah. Yeah, that, that's, yeah, just, just die for your spouse. Be ready. We only die for your spouse. It's a whole lot easier. So. It's, uh, and that's my answer. And, that, and this young lady was like, oh, my goodness. It's a very serious, I'm a goof. I'm joking all the time. Yeah. I'm a Callan 12 in one hand, hot blonde in the other. But I'm very serious on the topic of marriage and fidelity and, and things like that. I think I might, it might be a little too serious, Mr. Kosick, my answer. Well, it kind of goes a little bit along with what we're going to talk about today, too. Today's a little bit more serious, too, but, but with a little bit of hope for some hope. So Got it. Not, All right, let's, hope. let's get to it. Uh, Mr. Kosick is a marriage coach, talks to lots of couples. We've been doing this a long time. He has now penned. Marriage tip, 284, just for our show, 284. It's on our Facebook page, Sam Malone Show. It says, we need a miracle. I'll read and then he'll comment. Unfortunately, too many couples would say that short of a miracle, their marriage not likely to survive 2020. No doubt those couples have tried counseling, read just about every marriage book written, and talked with friends and family, all with little to no results. Life has been sucked out of their marriage and they're feeling like they're gasping for air. If that's what you are, if that's where you are, or you know a couple in the situation may be wondering what's next. You can throw in the towel, and most people wouldn't blame you for doing so. Or you can do like Kansas City did last week at the Super Bowl and continue to fight for a win. The latter will require a more dramatic game plan. So here we go. How to breathe life back into your marriage. Number one, get out of your head. To get into your head means to dwell on negative events and to allow others to manipulate your thoughts or ideas. Getting out of your head is when you change your mindset, 
from this is never going to work to we're done playing games. We're putting the issues on the table and developing a plan to fix them. Mr. Kosick, comment on get out of your head. Yeah, this is always a, a sensitive topic when I work with couples and uh, and I can always tell it's going to head down this route when I get a message from one of the spouses and says, well, the problem is, and they point out everything wrong with their spouse. And I'm sitting there thinking, yeah, that may be a component, but the real problem is you. So let's start there because you're blaming everybody else and you're looking for an excuse. And you start role-playing that in your head and you just they, they call it getting caught up in your head. And you just start snowballing. You know how you get like that. And, and, and like we talked about complaining a while ago. If all you do is complain, everything becomes a complaint. You're going to find the negative in everything. And when you get all caught up in your head and you're letting people inject their feelings and thoughts and uh, emotional attachment components bias to uh, your situation, you're going to get all confused and messed up and, and uh, out of whack. And you'll start thinking, this is never going to work, so why even bother on bailing out? But the first thing we do <laughs> is we <laughs> say, <laughs> if you're done, the first thing I tell them is like, okay, if you're, if you're serious about doing this, then we're going to do this. And I don't care what the, the – uh, um, what the odds are of getting through this or any of that kind of stuff. The mode of operation is we're going to win, period, said and done. Because if you have anything less, just like anything less than I'll die for my spouse, you've got nothing but problems ahead of you. Because if you want to have that card to throw, you'll throw it at some point. So we throw that card out. It's like we are going to win at this, and we're going to do whatever it takes for as long as it takes, and we're going to have one heck of a great marriage when it's all said and done. Hoorah. With that attitude, yeah. And with that attitude, we got a pretty good chance of fixing that deal. That's the way probably Andy Reid was talking to Patrick Mahomes. Bro, what's yeah. going on? We got to win. Let's go. Let's go. Yeah. I don't care. We're down by 20 points, six minutes left. Yeah, we can score three touchdowns. No big deal. It's been it's done. All time. <laughs> all famous, our world-famous marriage talk segment, bottom of the hour, every Friday with Robert Kosick, marriage coach, on our Facebook page, Sam Malone Show. Number two, fix only what can be fixed. Studies have determined that we can only fix or eliminate about 40% of our issues. For example, a spouse that chews with his or her mouth open, can learn not to do that. We're stuck with the other 60% of differences, so we better figure out a way to work around those issues. An example would be an extroverted wife who marries an introverted guy. He just wants to lay around. He'll never be an extrovert, but he can offer to get out of his comfort zone from time to time and participate in social events. Talk about that. Fix what can only be fixed, Mr. Kosick. And it's always interesting to ask couples, if you got issues, how many of those issues can you guys resolve? And they always come back with 80%, 90%, 100%. And I'm like, really, how are you going to change an extrovert to become an introvert? Because they can only pretend to be an extrovert for so long, and then and then they get burned out, and, and they run out of energy, and, and they go crawl into a corner and back to their introverted ways. And it's a, it's a hard lesson to learn for people to think there's about 40% of things we actually can fix. You know, you got bad habits. you got certain things we don't like. We can fix those. Other stuff is just the way that you're made. And you're not fixing them, changing them, or doing anything with them. So you've got to come up with a way to get around those. You just come up with workarounds. That's where that give and take comes from and being flexible and, and working together to come up with solutions. And the introverted, extroverted one is a big one uh, in couples all the time because they're usually opposite, uh, you know, that opposite to track or complete. And this one happens all the time. She wants to go out constantly, and he just wants to sit in front of the TV and bed all weekend. So you got to be flexible and compromise a little bit and do a little bit for each other in that area, and then you can work around that at a 60%. Love it. Well, famous marriage talk segment, America, bottom of the hour on Fridays. Number three, available on our Facebook page. Uh, point number three is lighten up. The process of fixing a marriage is anything but fun and can be downright painful at times. To avoid burnout during the process, take a break from fixing everything and celebrate what has been fixed by planning lighthearted and fun events during which nothing about fixing your marriage should be discussed. 
If things happen during that time that need to be fixed, discuss them after the fun event. Oh, <laughs> I know what the fun event is. He didn't, he didn't conceal it very well. Anyway, otherwise, the fun event will become a battleground, and you'll have wasted your time and created more damage. So lighten up. Go have, yeah. you know. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> have fun. You should have fun in all aspects of a marriage. I mean, even if it's just a weekend away or you're going to dinner or, or a movie, but everything else as well. Um, just, just enjoy each other. And, and, yeah, they're still going to do stupid things because you're still fixing stuff, right? You're still, you're still going to do it with your mouth open. Uh, and so it's going to annoy you. But don't address it at that moment. Put it to the side. Park it. Just enjoy each other. Just enjoy the time together, and let that be a healing process for the two of you. Deal with that other garbage after you're all said and done. You can go back to it and say, oh, by the way, this still bothers me. Let's, let's try not to do that next time. Right. And, dress, you know, dress up as the, the Greek border guard, and she's the Italian scientist on the run from the law. Yeah. And then get back to the serious <laughs> stuff. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> just, just, just don't you put them together. It ain't going to work. Uh, and so it's like even if you have a date night, the last right. thing you could ever talk about is, is in-laws and uh, money or kids or anything else. Yeah, yeah, stress yeah. Just yeah. be focused on the two of you, period, and that's it. And enjoy that time together. You'll heal a lot faster Done. when you do that. Hot and heavy marriage tip, which wraps up our world-famous marriage talk segment on Fridays. Urgency in advertising such as this weekend only is often used as a motivator to action. If you want to attract your spouse's attention, try limited time offer approach. If you do X in the next 48 hours, you'll receive Y, or we can do Z, but only in the next two hours. Be sure your spouse has the availability to respond to your advertisement. You should come home right now. Uh, but if they can't get home, it's kind of a best of I like that, right, because this weekend only, our race fans, get ready. Absolutely. Absolutely. You've always wanted to try such and such. I'm willing to try that, but only Friday night and only between the hours of 9 and 10 o'clock. If you can make that work, we're good to go. Otherwise, eh, it might be another couple of years before we can try that. I promise you they will prioritize that hour from 8 to 9 o'clock to uh, meet those uh, goals and objectives. You put it like that. You put it like that. He'll he'll, he'll ride a bicycle from Dallas to Austin. Absolutely. It's, it's anything, again, to bring excitement and fun and difference. Commercial, the best thing about commercials, right, is that, is that it's something new. It always has a, an exciting kind of twist or a heartfelt kind of uh, message to it. And so when you're advertising something that has a nice little twist to it and, and uh, something fun, and say, hey, you know, I've always wanted to do this, or let's try that, or let's do the other thing. And, but, hey, it's only good for two hours. But please don't do that when the guys at work or the gals at work say, hey, if you come home right now, I'm like, well, I can do that, but then I'm going to get fired. So we'll have other issues. <laughs> but you yeah, it, might be, it might be worth it. I was going to say, you get to do that thing that you always want to do. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. Awesome. Great job. Our world-famous marriage talk segment in, in its entirety available on our Facebook page, Sam Malone Show, penned by this great guy. He's a marriage coach. He's an author of the book Honor the Vow. It's Robert Kosick. Go to honorthevow.com. Uh, and he's been working diligently. And he's, by the way, updated the website, too. It looks great. Honorthevow.com looks fantastic, Mr. Kosick. Thank you very much. Yeah. We'll get the audios out there a lot faster with the new platform. That's good, too. So those will all be links, and they can look those up and uh, stream them whenever they want. Exactly. Them off of your website. Absolutely. The link is there, available on iTunes, and, and go enjoy. Marriage tip number 284, penned by the same guy. That's outstanding, bro. And that's slowing down. We've got plenty more to go. Absolutely. Our good friend Robert Kosick. Have a blessed and wonderful weekend, you and Kathy. 
Thank you. You too. America. Hope you enjoyed our world famous marriage talk segment. You can still hold hands, but we gotta get back to the show. If you want to run home for that thing, the next two hours, race fans, get ready. That call to action will be coming to many cell phones across America this weekend. Back in a second, AM 1070, The Answer. I'll give you all. 